Hi, this is Kimmy from Hong Kong. Hello, this is Jerry from Toronto bringing you The Elephant in the Asian Room. A unique, edgy, out of the box podcast where we talk about issues that Asians do not talk about. Issues like mental health, sexuality, color of your skin, success, friendships, saving face, education, and gender inequality. Welcome to our second episode. We're so excited to be back. And today we're talking about a very important topic. We're going to talk about mental health. Jerry, what is mental health? Do you know? Do you, I know you have some definition to share, right? Oh, thank you, Kimmy. Yes. Uh, mental health includes emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, Kimmy, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Kimmy, that is a classic definition. What do you think? I mean, do you agree with me? And what do you think are the factors that affect mental health? Well, I definitely agree with you. That is like the textbook definition of mental health. And yeah, I feel like over the course of your life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood, and behavior could be affected as well. There are actually many factors that contribute to mental health problems, including, but not limited to, biological factors such as genes or brain chemistry, life experiences such as trauma or abuse, and family history of mental health problems. All these factors could contribute to your mental health status and mental health issues are especially important in the Asian culture because issues like these often get dismissed. Our mental well-being is one of the indicators to how happy we are. So hopefully today we'll get more people talking about it. Kimmy, I love the point that you bring about the biological factors, you know, because these factors such as genes or brain chemistry, the person has no control over it. You know, they don't understand it. And we keep asking them, hey, you know, Kimmy, just be happy. You know, just control it. Just get over it. What's wrong with you? What are your issues? Why can't you be like everybody else? So rather than just really understanding the person that some of them have just probably inherited it, you know, there's some issues, they just probably got to take some medication or or seek some help from a medical professional. So we need to understand them much better. Indeed. I'm always uh, very, I just feel that it's so ignorant to dismiss someone because you think that they can just magically get over it. If you have a mental health issue, it's like you're sick. You just you don't tell someone that, okay, you know, get over it, stop coughing. It's just not how it works. Like physical and mental health issues, they both require medical attention. So, and other factors like life experiences, such as trauma or abuse, they could also attribute to your mental health as well, like lifestyles and cultures in different countries as well. Like um, especially in Asian countries, maybe like in Japan, Korea, and China, where the work pressure and the work culture is not the friendliest to employees, and they often feel the pressure to climb up the ladder. And the hierarchy is very tough, and employees often they suffer from a lot of stress, and that contributes to the low mental well-being. And in cultures like these. It's especially hard for them to seek help because they see that if you have mental health issues, that's a sign of failure. You're not doing your job well, and they might be too scared to speak up. 
But before we get into our own personal experiences dealing with mental health, here are some statistics for you who are listening to understand a bit about the mental health landscape. Awareness and health literacy are two sides of the same coin. Stigma and discrimination are negative consequences of ignorance and misinformation. The World Health Organization found mental health literacy in India, especially among adolescents, to be very low. That is, depression was identified by only 29% of the population and schizophrenia and psychosis was recognized by only 1.31%. The biggest challenge and a stigma that was attached was getting help for mental health. The World Health Organization has defined sustainable development goals and elaborated the impact of mental illness and suicide on them. I'm going to share some amazing stats with you, Kimi, in India. The suicide rate in India in 2015 was 15.7 out of 100,000 people. This is higher than the regional average of 12.9 in Asia and higher than the global average of 10.6. Suicide is a leading cause of death among those aged 15 to 29 in India. There remains a massive unaddressed need within the population. In 2017, check this out, 197 million people had mental disorders in India, including 45.7 million with depression and 44.9 with anxiety. Wow, these are some scary stats and numbers that we don't pay enough attention to. It's happening every day and we act like if we don't talk about it, it's not there. It's almost the same in Hong Kong. According to the mind organization Hong Kong, 61% of Hong Kong adults currently suffer from poor mental well-being, with one in every seven people developing a common mental disorder in their lifetime. The number of psychiatric patients has doubled from 2004 to 2014. 74% of mental health sufferers do not seek any form of professional help. Anxiety and depressive disorders are the most common mental health issues in Hong Kong. Wowza. Seriously, Kimmy, those stats are mind-blowing. Tell me, how do people function? It seems like it is contagious. And is it the new normal? I mean, are people even aware that they're depressed or have anxiety? Kimmy, talk to me about your own personal experience on this journey. Um, like I said before, I think it's especially hard because the society tends to dismiss these kind of things. And yeah, about my personal experience dealing with mental health, I think the most recent one would be my most recent breakup. I literally got death threats and I got harassed from my ex-boyfriend he was constantly calling me and threatening that he would kill himself and sometimes even that as far as he would want to die with me if I don't take him back it was really scary for the longest time I had insomnia and I struggled to fall asleep it was really during that period of time my mental health well my mental health definitely deteriorated and I think the worst is that some people they told me you can just ignore it and they really don't understand that it's not really out of sight out of mind even if I turn my phone off I would still think that he's doing something behind my back maybe he's harassing my family or my friends it's not just that I can just stop thinking about it and it will go away even if I don't talk about it it's still always there 
And another instance would be my friend's brother. My friend's brother committed suicide eight years ago. And when his brother passed away, it was when the time where his sister just had a young boy. The boy was only four years old before they feel, before they felt that he could fully grasp the idea of suicide or like life and death, etc. So they didn't really tell the young family member of what truly, of what really went down. And because they had this struggle, because they don't want to say that the, his brother committed suicide and that is an okay thing to do. They didn't want to say that to the kid, but at the same time, they didn't want that. They didn't want to tell the kid that your uncle did a wrong thing. They didn't want to judge, but they also didn't want to instill that concept into the kid's mind. I think it's a very important topic because even as a child, you kind of have to deal with mental health if your family is dealing with it. These kind of issues. So I think it's very important to talk about it, and a lot just struggle on how to deal with it. If that makes sense. What about you?、Um, have you ever been exposed to any kind of mental health problems, or have you seen anyone in your life dealing, going through it? Wow, Kimmy, amazing question, amazing question. So, first, as you know, I mean, I'm I'm outgoing. I've been in sales all my life. I'm an extrovert, and honestly, I mean, I didn't even know how how to spell mental health. I mean, I I never heard one that you. I've had a few challenging experiences. I know right after high school,、uh, one of my best friends, two years after graduation, committed suicide. And you know what? It's it, it's something that I really ignored. I ignored it in university. I've ignored it、uh, for quite a while, actually. Eventually, only a, a few years back, I did I did get in touch with his brother, and we did sort of talked about it. But what happened was about a few years back.、Uh, One of my best friends. He, he's Asian, and we've known each other for a long, long time. His wife called my wife, and she said, "You know, I'm leaving him." And oh, by the way, also that、uh, she had bipolar depression. And honestly, Kimmy, I'd never even heard of that word. I, I didn't know what bipolar was, so I looked it up. And then a few days later, I did do breakfast with this friend of mine, and and you know he kept on talking to to me about you know his wife was this way and his wife was that way. And I said, dude, you know, you explained to me classic symptoms of bipolar depression. I said, you know, did you even read about it? Did you even learn about it? Did you even try to figure out? And it, it was like, no, you know. So, so to me, that 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 was really wow. And, and since then, I've really, as, as I've gotten older, as I've gotten more mature,、uh, and as I've connected with a lot of friends of mine from kindergarten, from high school, from college, from university. Um, and, and I've asked him. I said, you know what? You were just acting weird during those times, and you know some of them have shared about situations they were going through at home, or some of the challenges they were really facing, and and, and how there was no help out there, and, and there's no help, and, and that's why even a lot of now when I blog about, I blog a lot about mental issues because I really want to help people understand that this whole concept better. And lastly, let, let me let me give an example now.、Um, A few weeks back, one of the top actors in India committed suicide. And as I was looking at the the chat groups, the different things in social media, everyone was talking about how we should, you know, educate our, our kids about the quality of life and how we should talk to them about not giving up on life. And and you know, the police and the media, everyone everyone's getting involved about how this actor was harassed. 
no one's talking about, hey, he, he was bipolar. Maybe it was just the stress or the pressure got to him. And he committed suicide. And I'll never forget that same week my mom called me and I said, she said, oh, yeah, you know, this guy committed suicide. I'm like, yeah, mom, he was bipolar. And my mom, who's 83, you know, made a comment to me, says, well, Jerry, I've gone through some rough times. I don't kill myself. And she just didn't understand it. So to me, Kimmy, that gener- forget about that generation. I think even anyone over 40, 40, they don't talk about it. And that's why I'm here. I, 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 want, I want us to really talk about these issues. It's important. We focus so much on mental, we focus so much on physical and, and financial health, but mental health is equally important. Wow, that's really sad to hear. What is the name of the actor? Uh, it was Sushant Singh Rajput. Oh, he was really well respected in India, right? He was. Yeah, yeah, I, and looked up to. You know, really looked up to, and he was successful, young, and I think he was just in his thirties. Wow, that's really that's really sad to hear. And I think you're right. A lot of people they think that I've gone through some rough time as well. I don't kill myself, and it just kind of turned into a victim blaming thing. They think that you know you have an issue if you commit suicide. It's not like it's not a real thing. Everyone goes through a rough time just like you just can't handle it you're weak they really don't understand the severity of these kind of issues and frankly i think a lot of them they just don't want to they always put themselves as as in okay you know like shit happened to me i'm still fine you're just too weak to deal with it and rather than thinking like you know this can this me it means that the brain chemicals is not working the way they should in someone else's mind and you know this is this is like a medical attention thing it's like i wish that people could see mental health issues more like physical health issues just like you you don't you don't if you see someone who's sick you don't think that oh you know i have been sick too and i'm now fine so why is this person whining about it with physical with physical health issues they understand more that this is a medical attention and they give more compassion but with mental health, they just think, just get over it, you know, where should happen to me? I just think that's a very wrong mentality. Kimmy, I love the point where you've talked about people look at it as a weakness. No, 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 no. When you go get help, that's a sign of strength. That's a sign of strength. And I totally agree with you, uh, Kimmy, that mental health and mental sickness is as any sickness as having a cold, a cold flu, a cough, and having issues at the medical. If, if I have, if I'm sick or something's hurting, guess what? I go to a doctor and he prescribes me something. So same thing. If your brother or your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin or friend has mental issues, you have to ask them to go for help. You're doing them a favor. And here's the thing, Kimmy, when you go and get help, you're helping yourself. You're investing yourself. You feel empowered. You're inspired. Exactly. And, and, and then other people, other people look up to you. They, they say, man, he or she is getting help. And I think this is what we've got to talk about. We are generation, especially the under 35. You have to talk about it because honestly, what I want is generations from now on, especially in the Asian culture, is that they talk about it. Is, you know what? Hey, I'm successful. I'm depressed. Oh, I struggle with anxiety. I've got different issues, but I am seeking help. Yeah, I think that's a very strong and powerful statement to encourage others to seek help and to recognize 
the problem as well. I think it takes a lot to know that something is wrong and that you probably should talk to a therapist. First, that takes a lot of courage from within yourself. And when you actually talk to people, admitting that you're going to therapies is very empowering for others, especially others struggling, feeling burdened to go to a therapist because um, because of how their family might see it, how their colleagues, their boss, or their friends would see it. I think definitely having mental health issues doesn't make you a weak person at all. If you go out to seek help, it means how strong you are. It tells, it says a lot about you and how strong you are. And it's um, like you, you can actually make a difference, not just to yourself, but to encourage other people to also seek help. It's definitely not an easy journey. I can totally understand that. And that's why us, the society as a whole, we should be more open-minded and there should be less judgment. What I see a lot is that we blame society. We blame society for not being accepting, for not being so open-minded towards people, towards mental health patients and how the work culture is discriminating against people with mental health issues. But we blame society we are society. So it all starts from us for how much we're willing to learn about these kind of issues, even if you don't know anyone suffering from it, or even if we are not suffering from it. Even if we don't know anyone, we should still educate ourselves and learn about these kind of issues because somewhere along the line, we might actually help someone else suffering from it. Kimia, I like the fact that you said we are society. I mean, I, I'm sick and tired of this blaming society. Each and every one of us makes up society, and it starts with us. It really, really starts with us. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, when I was, especially in, in my early 20s, I mean, I know for a fact in my friendship circle, there were women who were depressed, and I think a lot of us looked down upon them. A lot of them, they just, you know, dismissed them. And so I know is from that my... in India? Sorry, sorry. Oh uh, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh. you're in Toronto. You're, <laughs> you're in Toronto. And, and, and I know for a fact. I mean, for me, being an extrovert, being an outgoing guy, being, uh, uh, you know, I, I and I like hanging out with people like who are like me. But what I've learned is that just because someone is quiet or someone is 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 going through a tough stage, is that I've got to reach out to them. I've got to, you know, be. be be compassionate towards them. I've got to hear this story. I've got to listen to them. And and I'll be honest with you, um, a cousin that I grew up with uh, from a very young age and someone that I'm close to um, over the last 20 years, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that uh, she's depressed. I know that. And I've tried reaching out to her. I've tried telling her, you know, go get help. But I think she denies it. And then the people around her deny it and, and deflect it. And so, and so there's this whole denial factor. There's this whole thing about, let's just put it in the carpet. Let's not deal with it. It'll get resolved. And those ways, you cannot resolve issues. You have to face it. You have to take responsibility. And that's the only way you're going to thrive. That's the only way you're going to thrive. You're going to be empowered. That's the only, only way you're going to deal with it. And that's the only way you're going to come across on the other side of the tunnel. If you don't deal with it, you'll always be in that tunnel all your life. And listen, and you're not coming out ahead by hiding it because people know about it anyway. Yeah. Does that make sense is, or not? That is so true. I feel like talking to people is definitely one of the most important steps 
towards recovery and healing and that's why I think we should talk about the stigma a lot of the patients face. As we talked about before with the statistics, 74% of patients in Hong Kong, they don't seek any form of professional help and a lot of that is because of the stigma surrounding mental health issues in Hong Kong and I can probably say that in a lot of Asian countries we are like people associate mental health issues with craziness whenever someone says okay I, I know someone with depression or bipolar and a lot of times the response would be oh so you know a crazy person it's just there's a lot of craziness flying around mental health issues and people that say these kind of words they don't even understand what depression is they don't even understand what bipolar is they probably can't even spell it right they don't know what it is and they judge it they just categorize it into okay you're crazy but do you really understand what the issue is all this judgment i think it comes from the education the lack of or the lack of education like people my age were generally more open-minded they can understand that depression doesn't make you any less or any different than the rest of the group you know you're still you you're a person you know if you need to talk to a therapist that's like fine people are here for you and certainly people should not feel ashamed of doing that but us society as a whole we need to give more attention and we definitely need to create a friendlier space for patients to seek help. You know, Kimmy, I love the word that you use, stigma. We've got to get rid of this word stigma and we've got to get rid of this thing with, you're right. I know there was this questionnaire done in India recently and it says, you know, how would you describe a person with mental illness? And it's, it's and, 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 and these, these, these are some really scary stats. People think mental, people with mental illness talk to themselves, they're depressed. They, they use this word retarded, crazy, mad, stupid, irresponsible, spaced out, cannot, cannot connect with others, easily distracted, sadness, cleans too much. Even this, born with a brain defect. And I gotta be honest with wow, you. Wow, that's so mean. These, that's mean. That is insensitive and that, and I'm telling you, that does not help the that, that just doesn't help the, the person. And, and, and here's another thing. In that same survey, here's what the attitudes towards mental illness. Person with a mental illness should not be given any responsibility. Uh, person with mental illness does not have self-discipline, does not have willpower. Uh, mental health people should not be in our groups. The kids should not be in, in our same schools. One should keep a safe distance from them. To me, that is that stigma. That is like mean, and that is really. I'll, I'm honest. I'll be honest. That's barbaric. Yeah, that is. That definitely is. It's it's really it's really wrong. It's really heartbreaking to see not just one, but actually a lot of people see it that way. Is it frustrates you a lot? It frustrates me a lot because it's just you want to tell these people educate yourself before you make a comment, really. And for mental health patients. It's what they have to deal with many, many times a day, probably. Not just dealing with friends, family, or strangers. They even have to deal with it at work. They would refuse a promotion because of your mental health conditions, even if you're acing every single task at work. They just have to break, they just have to go to a great deal of length to prove themselves, like way harder than a regular healthy guy. Totally agree with you. 
Kimina, honestly, we have the responsibility of providing the best possible care to people with mental illness. I mean, come on, this is the 21st century. And the best, I would say the best therapy for many people with mental health is to be part of the everyday, is to be part of the everyday community. If a friend, if you know of a friend or, or a family member or, or someone at work who has mental health, advise them to see a mental health professional. Do not, do not make any insensitive comments. Do not look down upon them because that, in, in that way, you are hurting them. No one has a right to exclude anyone with mental health from their from the community. You should not be. You should not have hatred towards them. You, know, you should not be disgusted with them. You should not be annoyed with them. You should not. You should not even fear it. This is part and parcel of our daily lives. Just like how other people are sick with many other ailments, people have mental health issues. It's just part of our culture. And what I would really suggest to everybody is really become more sensitive to this. Educate yourself about some of these signs and symptoms of mental health illness. It is it is going to be part of us here. And as we advance as a society, as things become more stressful, we are going to be facing many, many mental mental challenges. And, and, and I've got to be honest with you, after COVID-19, I think some things are just going to spike up even more. Even now. I'll just be honest even with you. Now, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I think that if you if you see anyone maybe showing symptoms of any kind of mental health disorders, advise them to seek help immediately. Be supportive. One of my friends, his mom was showing signs of depression and I told him that you should encourage your mom to seek professional help. And the response I got was that he said, I don't think it's that bad. And and that's also how I see a lot of people. It's not that they are dismissing the issues, but they often underestimate it. They think that it's actually less severe than it actually is. So my friend, he was like, oh, you know, my mom, she's just a bit sad. She's not, she's not depressed, depressed. It's not that serious. She doesn't need professional help. It'll all be fine. But then two weeks in, his mom was struggling to even get up and function as a person and that's when I told him again like I really think you should take your mom to a psychiatrist or to a therapist I don't think things are right it's not just like regular you're upset for a day it's been a whole month now and your mom is not better and still then he was saying oh you know it's because of the COVID thing she just can't go out that's why she's just feeling a bit blue she'll be fine it's not depression and after urging him so many times to seek help finally they did and yeah, his mom was showing early signs of depression, among other things. And now she's she's having treatment and things have gone better. And that's what I want to say to everyone as well. Don't underestimate a symptom or a condition. If you have any doubts, always seek help. It's always better to be safe than sorry. You know what? I, I totally agree with you. Um, here's the thing what I find. If, if you're mean to someone with mental health, it is just a lack of empathy. We have to be compassionate to that person. Here's another staggering stats I'm going to tell you, Kimmy. India is a country with 1.3 billion people. There's only 5,000 psychiatrists and 2,000 clinical psychologists. I mean, oh, wow. I mean, psychological care accounts for 0.06% of India's healthcare budget. So to me, it is just... Uh, we are in the 21st century. I mean, we this is an issue 
that is we have to deal deal with and it has to be a priority and, and, and you're right we gotta take out these words dumb deaf mentally ill mentally retarded handicapped dyslexic we gotta take this off from our dictionary and really have to come up with some words that really empower these people because here's the thing when you're careless when you're cruel when you're mean to people it is not fair to them it does not help them at all i'll be honest with you yeah so. for sure for sure and that is like the budget of like, the budget for mental health in india that is really shocking that is really nothing zero point something that's really that's really scary that's not how it should be and yeah indeed a lot of government i don't think they place enough attention to these kind of issues as well even a lot of the clinics they're so underfunded a lot of the patients they're not getting their treatment on time and a lot of patients they don't even get to get a, get an appointment regularly i think that is definitely an issue worth looking into but as an individual, as a member of the society, what we can do is definitely spread love, not hate. Even if you don't have any mental health conditions right now, it doesn't mean you won't develop one one day. And that's why you really just don't want to be mean to others because it can happen to anyone. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things I know with stigma, and, and, and it's, it's, it's going to be across different topics. It's, oh, what will people think? What, what will the neighbors say? What will... They think, well, will I be able to get my, my daughter married? Will I be able to get my son married? <laughs> will I get a good proper proposal? Will he or she get a good job? And we think about all these what, 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 that we never make them move forward. It's just yeah. like in every area of your life, if, if you want to get something done, you have to be intentional about it. And the same thing, I love this word with mental health. We have to be intentional about dealing with it, about seeking help and getting help for our friends otherwise it is really going to be a challenge yes definitely definitely you're right and for what it's worth i feel that us or for those for those of you who are listening today please check in on your loved one on your family and on your friends if you see them showing any kinds of signs definitely encourage them to seek help and don't judge don't ever call them weak because by sharing their problems with you, they are already taking a brave step and hoping not to be judged by you. They put their faith, they put their trust in you. So definitely live up to that. We hope you learned something from the episode and are willing to explore and educate more about this. So that does it for the episode. That being said, we do have some exciting news for you. We are now officially on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Pinterest. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We are also on Anchor. Our website is also coming along. Follow us at The Elephant in the Asian Room for the latest updates. Feel free to reach out to us to share your thoughts and topics that you'd like us to discuss. It's been wonderful on this journey with you. Next episode, we'll be back talking about gender inequality. Have a great week and see you next time. See you.